Hey River Valley Network, I am coming to you with a little bit different podcast today on Talking Church. And really what I want to do is I want to go over the year and share with you what God has done through the network and really just share how grateful we are, how excited uh, we are for next year, but talk about what happened in 2022. And and also want to let you know that we're working on a report. We're going to have more of these data points. Obviously, we're recording this a little bit before the year's over, but as we're releasing this out, talking about the year that we've had, and uh, we're just glad that you're a part of it. And so I just want to go through really all of what we've done. Maybe you're not aware of everything that Network has done, and uh, maybe you say, hey, I was a part of a lot of that, or I was a part of some of that, or some of it I'm learning that you even do, and uh, then maybe get us excited for 2023 as well. But we've talked about this a lot, so if you've been listening to Talking Church or been around anything River Valley Network, you know that we've been doing generosity accelerators, and we have gone to a lot of different cities, and uh, I'm going to list off some of the states and cities that we went to, but we went to Michigan, New Jersey, we went to Hawaii. That was an easy yes. We joke about it, but we really didn't even have to pray about going to Hawaii because we knew the Lord wanted us there because he created that island to be to, to go to. And so we did an amazing event there. Thanks to First Assembly there for hosting us. We went to Dallas, San Antonio, two other great events. Nebraska, I actually wasn't able to go on that trip because I was sick with uh, COVID. And so that was no good. But I'm recovered here, and uh, the team did an amazing job. Uh, Minnesota, we did one right after our conference. We had a great turnout for that and always loved experiencing uh, what really what people bring to conference, and I'll get to more of conference in a little bit too. We went to Richmond, Virginia, or Williamsburg to be exact, went to Baltimore, Maryland, Chicago, Illinois, and then wrapped up the year in Indianapolis, Indiana. And one of the things that my dad and I do that is very intentional and very spirit-led is as we go, we try to find great golf courses to play. And so as we traveled throughout those generosity accelerators, it was awesome to get to golf with some pastors and meet new friends friends, see old friends, and get to golf with some great courses. So something that we try to do as a network team is always do something fun when we're on the road. We went to some great restaurants. We had fun stories. Lee Sarah, my assistant, she locked the keys in a keyless entry vehicle in Baltimore. I don't even know how you can do that, uh, but obviously we razzed her for that. It wasn't her fault. It was the rental car company's fault for turning the feature off. But as you travel, fun things happen and just really love talking about those. But we had an amazing time traveling for Generosity Accelerators. Almost 1,400, 1,390 people attended those Generosity Accelerators this year, which is awesome. And in 2023, we're hoping to do 12 more. I think we have seven or eight already scheduled. So coming to a city near you. And then as events total across all of our network events between Conference, Generosity Accelerators, and our roundtables, we had 2,155 people at events, which is amazing. And that's not digital, that's in person. And so if you were at one of those events, just want to say thank you. We hope it was valuable. We hope you'll join us at another event, Roundtable Accelerator, coming up in the next year. But it was an awesome event or an awesome year for events within River Valley Network. And some of those other events besides Generosity Accelerator, we had a lead pastor roundtable down in Florida in February. That was a good idea. Um, we had CMN conference that we went to. That was amazing to be a part of. We're going to be a part of it again in March. ARC conference, we're always a part of that. We're a part of both CMN and ARC. And uh, we love both of those organizations and how many churches they plant all over the world. And uh, speaking of conferences, we had River Valley Conference. And River Valley Conference was incredible. And we had so many amazing uh, 
pre presenters, breakouts, everything. Obviously, my dad was there. We had Pastor Chris Hodges, and that was, I mean, Pastor Chris is always amazing. Got to do a podcast with him. If you haven't listened to that episode, it was great. But he shared two messages at conference, and he's always going to challenge you with what they're doing. I mean, they have so many different campuses, tens of thousands of people that attend on a weekend. But what I love about Pastor Chris is that he's still super humble and just really wants to help churches grow. And so obviously they have an amazing network with Grow Network as well. And then we brought in somebody who maybe you hadn't heard of beforehand, but we definitely knew who he was. And it was Dr. Barnabas Mtokambali. And he's the Assemblies of God superintendent in Tanzania. And he shared something at conference that was so powerful. And he talked about prayer. Our theme for, for the year as a church is ask seek pray and so we said the theme for conference is going to be the same as our church ask seek pray and so we had asked him to share about this vision that he had tanzania for jesus to go into really all of tanzania and plant tens of thousands of churches talk about a vision and as he was at conference he said you know i know you asked me to share about that but i see the theme ask seek pray is any what is anyone taking the 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 prayer themes? Anyone preaching on that? We said not specifically. I mean, we're addressing it throughout conference, but no one's giving a specific talk on prayer. And he said, "Well, I wanna I wanna share on that." And he shared a message that is, I mean, probably the best conference message I heard on prayer. But I was looking at my notes, and he said something. And if you were in the room, you know exactly what I'm about to say. He said, "We talk about prayer. We preach about prayer. We sing songs about prayer. But do we?" actually pray? Do we pray? And it sounds so simple as a pastor to say, okay, yes, of course I pray, but, but I mean, do I pray enough? And he, and after talking about that and after sharing about how much prayer he did and, and for Tanzania, for Jesus, this movement and all of it, he said, turn to your neighbor and ask, and ask each other, how much do you pray? And all I remember is everyone looked at each other and said, not enough. And I'd love for you to check out just a small part of this clip. And so I want, if you weren't at conference or if you were at conference, I want you to check out this short time and we'll be back in a second. You say, pastor, I want to rededicate my life. I want to recommit my life into the ministry of prayer. You say, I want to renew my commitment. I want to renew my determination. In prayer, because I want to see my county transformed in Jesus' name. I want to see my city transformed in Jesus' name. I want to see United States of America and my state come back to Jesus Christ. The Bible says, pray and it will be given unto you. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open unto you. Brother Robu has just told you about what God is doing in Tanzania. But that started with 41, 45 days of prayer and fasting. And then another 18 days of prayer. I mean, 16 days of fasting and prayer. And out of that prayer, God 
spoke to our hearts and gave us a strategy on how to transform our nation into the kingdom of God. And in 12 years alone, in 12 years alone, we have seen close to 2 million people now being members of our churches in Tanzania. What is impossible with man is possible with God. And God is not respecter of a person. He did it with John Knox. He can do it in us and through us. He did it through Billy Graham. He can do it in us and through us. He did it through Elijah. He can do it through you and through you and through you and through all of us. If you're not inspired by that, I don't know what will inspire you to get on your knees and pray. But Dr. Barnabas from Tokumbali, thank you for being at conference. It was amazing. I know I've been praying more. And as we go into 2023, coming up on 21 days of prayer and fasting as a church, believing for more, let's not forget to pray for our congregation, pray for our teams, pray for our cities, and let that be an example for us. Also at conference, we had a special guest. And again, for those who were there, you heard me talk about a special guest, a special guest. Somebody came up to me and said, is it John Maxwell? I said, no, not quite John Maxwell. And it ended up being maybe the the highlight of conference. We had Grandma Isabel Ketterling, my grandma, to speak at conference. It's my, my dad's mom. And she was a part of River Valley from the very beginning when my parents planted it. And she shared a story that was, I would say, uncommon, I would say surprising, shocking, in some ways unbelievable in the story that she shared. And I'll briefly summarize it. We, we didn't public make the, the message public just because we don't want it to be misconstrued. But she shared this story about how she met Justin Bieber and how she was able to pray for him and then got him a letter to Australia. And then she really equated that to being obedient to the Holy Spirit. And what I love about grandma is that no matter who you are, whether you're somebody who came off the street and you are currently battling with addiction or you're famous or you have a lot of money or a little money, she does not care. All she cares about is can she give you a hug and can she pray for you? And so I want you to listen just to a small part of this clip in what grandma talked about at conference so that you can be inspired like I have my entire life. Now, it was several years ago that God told me to start praying for Justin Bieber. I did not know who Justin Bieber was. <laughs> She'd never heard a Justin Bieber well, song no. ever. I said, do you know any of his and songs? I've only heard no. one, the one that you played. No. So... <laughs> Like, here, this is Justin Bieber. She's like, oh, he has a good voice. I mean, that I, was I it. I mean, I knew he was somebody, a singer for the kids. That's, that's about the, you know. So, but God told me to pray for him. So, and he told me to tell other people to pray for him. So I said, okay, that's easy. I can do that. And so I started praying for him. And God told me he's been in hell. Not literal hell, but the music industry hell. So I'm telling everybody, hey, we need to pray for Justin Bieber. Now, here's where God gets you 
into the supernatural powers, okay? This is where it takes a twist. This is where your, your moment where you decide whether you're going to go with the supernatural powers of God or not. God said to me, tell people that you're going to lay hands on Justin Bieber and pray for him. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I'll just stick with the pray for Justin Bieber. And God said, no, step out in faith and tell them to pray for Justin Bieber that you're going to lay. So I did. I said, okay. And people thought, you know, dementia. (laughs) (laughs) So, So I'm praying for Justin Bieber, believing that I'm going to. And it was Saturday night, and I always go to church on Saturday night. But a friend called me, not again, I don't know that this is God yet. And a friend called me and said, hey, could you come and help us, you know, take care of somebody? She's going to a wedding, and she does have dementia, and she, we need your help. I said, oh, sure, I can go to church tomorrow morning. So I didn't go Saturday night, and then Sunday morning, Rob called me. I'm ready for church, and he calls, and he says, Mom, get to church, get to church. And I said, why, what's up? And he said, Justin Bieber's going to be there. And I went, you've got to be kidding. God brought him to me? (laughs) And he's going, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. So I said, you know, I'm supposed to pray for him. I'm going to lay hands on him. He goes, wait, wait. Only only if the Holy Spirit. I said, we're way past that. (laughs) So... I prayed for Justin Bieber, and I thought, okay, that's the end of but that. But you thing. literally walked up to him and said, do you know why you're here today? Yeah, right, and I said... Yeah, literally... <laughs> you, so, so fill in the blanks, yes, you were there. Yes, you were standing was, right in that picture. Yeah, so obviously, we're, as we do with any guest that's coming, we're, we're, we're ready for him, and, you know, comes, hey, welcome to church, you know, glad to have you here. And he came, you know, really early, and so... You know, we walk back into the green room, and I mean, right as right as we walk in the door, literally, uh, "Hi, I'm Grandma, and uh, do you know what the Holy Spirit is?" Yeah. And he said, "Yeah." She said, "The Holy Spirit's told me to pray pray for you, and I'm gonna pray over you." And he goes, "Okay." She goes, "Do you know what tongues is?" (laughs) She did. I'm not kidding. This is what happened, and then. And, she, and he goes, yeah, yes, I know what I that do. is. She said, I'm going to pray for you, and then I'm going to pray in tongues over you. And he said, okay. Come on, if Dr. Barnabas didn't inspire you, then certainly Grandma did. And uh, I love that she's my grandma, but also it is scary because we joke and we say, don't go around Grandma if you have any unconfessed sin because she will come up to you and she will let you know because God will tell her already in advance. And so she was talking to me the other day, and she said, uh, Logan, we need to get lunch. And I said, Grandma, every time we get lunch, you have something to talk to me about, and it's a dangerous time. She said, no, 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 no. And I said, do you want to talk to me about something serious? She said, well, yeah, yeah. And uh, she said, yeah, but when I go out with your wife, it's always fun. But when I go out with you, we got to talk about serious things. And so uh, grandma is amazing, but she, <laughs> I'll tell one story. Actually, when I was younger, I, I first got a phone. And it, as you know, you, you get a phone and you start getting people's numbers. And I got this girl's number in my class. I think it was in sixth grade, the first time I got a cell phone. And I, I was texting her and my grandma said, who are you texting? I said, oh, this girl from my class. And she said, is she a Christian? And I said, I don't know. 
And the look on my grandma's face was as like as if I committed the worst sin ever just because I was texting somebody who I didn't know was a Christian. She's like, how do you know? Like, what do you mean you're texting a girl and she's not a Christian? I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe she is. And well, what if you can't marry and not? And I'm like, wait, I just got a phone. She's like, do you know the Bible talks about unequally yoked and everything? And I'm like, are you, grandma, are you kidding me? But that's the type of a woman that she is. She shared many more stories and hopefully she'll share many more about who she is and what she does. She's actually been traveling around to different youth groups sharing her testimony uh, about the Holy Spirit and uh, people are getting filled in the Holy Spirit and inspired and called and everything. Who knew that grandma was going to turn into the youth evangelist at 80 years old? Um, But next year at conference, 2023, I'm excited because we have Pastor Herbert Cooper with us, Nathan Finocchio, as well as hoping to have other speakers. Obviously, my dad will be there. All of our staff will be there. But we also had Nathan Finocchio on the podcast, and he shared it our all staff. And Nathan, if you're familiar with him, he is a very funny guy. He's an exciting guy. He's an eccentric guy. And he is somebody who's not afraid to ruffle people's feathers, uh, but he's very grounded in his beliefs, uh, but doesn't mind wearing things that are uh, unique and um, sometimes funny. And so when he was with us, we brought him in for our staff, and the intention was just he was going to share it our staff. We're going to do a podcast with him and spend some time together. And we went to the Minnesota Twins baseball game. It was during the summer. And we were walking around and ended up going into the pro shop. And there was this big TC, like Twin Cities, it's the logo of the Minnesota Twins, chain. And we were joking around with them. We're like, you should you should wear that chain. Like, if we buy it for you, will you wear that chain to your to the all staff message when you teach tomorrow? And he's like, heck yeah, I would. So it's this big, obnoxious TC chain with this gold, just plastic chain. It's hilarious. And he's wearing this bucket hat and he goes and he teaches this message to our staff that was resonated so well that my dad said, well, that message has got to be shared on a weekend. But the problem is he's wearing this giant TC chain and it's like how he's wearing a bucket hat, a TC chain. Normally our weekend attire is, is, I mean, it's casual, but it's not that casual. And so we're weighing it again, not because of the content, but because of the really what he was wearing and just some of his attitude around it, knowing that it was to staff. And so we asked his permission, could we share this? He said, sure, go ahead. And honestly, it was so well received. People got through the chain, but uh, I, I want you guys just to watch a, a little bit of this clip here of it so that you don't have to just take my word for it. You can actually see it. And if you're listening, obviously you can hear it and everything and maybe go on YouTube and check it out. But uh, take a look and listen to the message that Nathan shared for our staff that ended up get shared that ended up getting shared on the weekend. Twin Cities, baby. <laughs> Represent. Oh my gosh. I picked this up at the game yesterday. I'm pretty stoked about it. My wife's not going to get it, but she doesn't get it. So, Three things that I want to do. Um, firstly, I want to talk about um, a paradox, a theological paradox, because there's, there's a bunch of paradoxes in Scripture. And paradoxes are where there's two truths and you kind of have to just let both of these seemingly contradictory truths live. Okay? Like, I've been watching a lot of young people kind of deconstruct and 
when they're three, they can understand that their parents love them and will hit them in the butt. But when they're 21, it's like, God is only love. And he never, that's all he is. He, God is my, he's obsessed with me. And he is such a desperate boyfriend. And he's always slipping into my DMs. And it's like, back off. Right? God is not Enrique Iglesias. You know, you, you can run, you can hide, but you can't escape my love, right? He's not a stalker. I love that Nathan is himself and he's not afraid to be himself. And he talked about holiness and honestly, our church was inspired by that. And he was one of many guests that came in the year. Really just want to say thank you to them. But we had Charlotte Gamble and Onika McClellan come to Sparkle Conference. Dominic Yo shared on the weekend. John Bevere really comes almost every year. We call him Uncle John around here. Uh, obviously, Nathan, Chris, I mentioned, uh, Dr. Barnabas. We had Susie Larson. She's local. She spoke at Sisterhood but has an amazing radio show. Jenny Lusco and uh, Tim Enlow, he came and spoke on the Holy Spirit, and there's probably others I'm forgetting, but we just want to say thank you to those guests and really want to let you know, if you have ideas for guests that we should have on the podcast or that we should bring in for conferences or Sparkle, we'd love to hear from you. So let us know, whether that be on social media and the YouTube comments, sending us an email at network at rivervalley.org. We would love to know. Maybe there's guests we're not aware of or people that you say, hey, bring this person on the podcast. And we might be doing you know digital podcasts and reaching out to people in new ways next year. And so we'd just love your feedback on who people should be that we should talk to that you'd be interested in hearing from. And that was in June conference. And again, it'll be in June of 2023 as well. But in July, we had a CMN roundtable, Church Multiplication Network. We love new churches that are being planted in places that need more churches. Obviously, sending missionaries, planting more churches here in America are really our visions here at River Valley. Uh, Pastor Terry, along with One Hope, hosted a next-gen innovation lab. And that was awesome. We had, I think, over 20 next-gen pastors that were here that were talking about innovation, all sorts of things that I don't understand that Terry is amazing at. We've had podcasts with him recently that you can listen to. Um, and then talking about how we can minister to, to young adults and kids better. And uh, our, our kids pastor sent a text from something. I think he was at an, another event with One Hope. But he said a phrase, and, and I'm, I'm hoping I get it right, but I think I think the phrase was something align, the, along, along the lines of, in the race to a child's heart, the person who gets their first wins. And I thought that was so inspiring that as we are ministering to kids, we've got to know that we've got to be in there first because culture is going to try to take and indoctrinate children and take them away from the faith. And we want to say we want to build their foundation strong. And so the person who gets to a child's heart first wins. And obviously we know that the answer is Jesus and there's hope and there's victory and there's a future. And so we want to make sure that we're ministering to kids and youth well. Uh, Coming up really on the close of the year, we had an executive pastor roundtable and a church operations accelerator. Pastor Chris has always done an amazing job with that. Again, I think we had around 20 executive pastors that were here learning about that. That was awesome. We hosted an ARC one-day event, and so we've done amazing events with CMN, ARC, and our conference as well. I know they both have conferences in March and April of this next year as well, so make sure to check those out. And then the podcast, Talking Church Podcast. 
2022, this is the 35th episode that we released. So they kept me working, but it was fun to see as we started traveling throughout the end of the year, as the podcast started to grow, people were talking, hey, I love listening to that episode, or I love listening to the podcast and just want you to know that I'm humbled by it. My dad always, I think every episode, he he starts off by saying, hey, you're like the Joe Rogan of River Valley. And so hopefully we can expire that uh, at the beginning of 2023 so he doesn't have to say it. But if he does, you heard me say that I didn't ask him to do that. Um, but it's awesome to see. Uh, uh, at the time uh, of this recording, we're coming up on 15,000. We'll probably be past that by the time this release, 15,000 downloads, which is amazing just to see on Spotify and Apple. And then we're you know, right around that or maybe even more uh, in YouTube views as well, which is really exciting. A couple other fun stats uh, in network email. Um, so we have several thousand people on our email list. And so we have approximately 214,238 opened emails, which is crazy. Thank you so much for reading our emails, for opening our emails. But that is a lot of emails. And something that's really exciting is over 50%, 50.9% of people open their email. That's each email, 50% open it. And again, with thousands of people, that's really encouraging that says the information we're sending is valuable. Again, if there is information that you want from us that would be more valuable, we want your feedback. We welcome your feedback. We're asking for your feedback. And so truly, we love hearing from you. I know Josh, he, who uh, runs the network email, he loves hearing from you. So make sure to send something our way about feedback, something you like, something that you're missing. And we we really want to be a support as a network. And uh, also, really just recently, uh, my dad, Pastor Rob, released his book, Keep the Change. And uh, that was really the last big initiative of the year, obviously with Christmas services, and there's a lot of local things. But from an influence standpoint, we released that. And I uh, do want to mention, too, I, I didn't have this written down, but we also released multiple albums within influence there was faith in faith in our time with river valley worship ages our new youth young adult band released multiple projects and so if you've not heard those either i don't have the exact stats in front of me but but i know between both of those projects i believe we were at five five million ish streams around there between both those projects which is pretty insane uh i know honest uh the song by ages was the first song at the fastest song to hit a million streams uh which is just incredible and so i've loved being a small part in that and uh, really just seeing the influence that God has had around the world. And of course, my dad and his networks and speaking all over, I could get into things over. And And I, 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 don't, I don't mean this to be a look at us and how great we are. And I know it could, could feel that way. And you're like, of course, Logan, you know, now you're saying that after you share all those amazing things. Really, we want you to be a part of this and we want you to know what's going on. We want you to know that we wouldn't be here without you, that every one of these metrics, every one of these events, these numbers, they represent people who are being impacted. And what I love about the network is that it represents people who are impacting other people. Because here at our church, we can share our numbers. This is how many people come on a weekend. But this is how many leaders we get to impact, who then get to impact hundreds and thousands of people in their communities, which is hard to even wrap our mind around what God is doing. And the last thing I want to mention is something that I've shared at events throughout the year, but I'm super excited that we're actually going to be putting together our first ever network report around the area of generosity. And so we'll be sending this out in January to where you can fill out and answer some questions about generosity at your church. And we really feel like God has put an anointing in the area of generosity within Kingdom Builders. And last year in 2021, seeing 
$10.4 million raised in Kingdom Builders here. We'll be totaling up the final few days of the year here in Kingdom Builders, hoping to exceed that $10 million number again. But we we believe God wants us to teach that and share that around the world. And so we're going to be putting together this document that answers questions about staffing and size churches and what, what amount of resources goes to this. And we want to see if, if God has increased your Kingdom Builders through maybe some of the things we've taught. And as a part of River Valley Network, the, the vision that my dad has instilled to our team is that we would help train 10,000 churches to cumulatively give $1 billion to world missions and church planning through Kingdom Builders. And uh, we know that that is a massive initiative. I don't know if you caught it, billion with a B. It is a lot. And, and anytime we have a goal that is a billion, it is something that can't be done alone. So we would love to include you in that. If you've received uh, coaching from us or say, hey, I can attribute some of the success of our church's generosity uh, to what I've learned through Generosity Accelerator or Kingdom Builders or from River Valley. We'd love to count you in that total as a part of our network. And uh, I'm believing it will be in the tens of millions of dollars of people in our network, starting from there growing to hopefully see that number hit a billion dollars through our network, which is amazing. And so I hope this has been a valuable episode. Again, if there's questions or ways we can resource you better, I wanted you to have that opportunity. But I also know sometimes people are excited to hear behind the scenes about what's going on. You know, I hear about the network and I see the team. Are they actually working very hard? We're working for you guys, and we're excited for 2023. We believe it's going to be our best year ever. We hope to obviously increase on these numbers, but again, increasing on these numbers so that more people can be multiplied so that you can impact your churches, your communities, your your organizations, your cities that you're serving in so that ultimately more people can find faith in Jesus and uh, that we can just help change the world together by making those disciples. So again, hear it from us that we are on your team here at River Valley Network, River Valley Church. We love every church that preaches the name of Jesus, and we hope you can be a part of the network story and we can be a part of yours. So have an amazing new year. We'll see you back with some great new episodes, some new ideas, and hope to see you at one of our events in 2023.